Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. There is so much good sprint car racing in the world. Just just phenomenal sprint car racing in the world. We come off a weekend like like Labor Day weekend, and Aaron, everybody was racing sprint cars. <laughs> really, truly. Well, the way the weekend was, I think everyone was winning. I don't know. We had two guys that won multiple well, races. They, but it, yeah, so and much they were racing. running Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or they were running Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And they were big races, too, not just your average yeah. weekly shows. And that's your 410. Yeah. And then there's your 360, yeah. who were doing the same thing. And then the 305s. They were out at Eagle, Nebraska, the IMCA 305s, the IMCA Sprint Car Nationals, powered by Sunbelt Rentals. And 305 racing, well, first and foremost, Aaron, she's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. This is Wing Nation, presented by Dryden and BDRF Racing you are married to one of the iconic 305 racers <laughs> in America. Multi-time winner. Multi-time 305 yeah. winner, Ray Everham, right? I, I mean, 305 racing is just fantastic sprint car racing. It really is. And when, you know, that was, gosh, probably 10 years or so ago now that we were involved in it. And that whole race saver thing is is awesome. You know, there's 305, like Knoxville kind of has their own version. Right, there's the other people that kind of, right, yeah. but then price starts to creep up on that. The 305 Race Saver has been something that they've done a really good job of managing yeah. and keeping it affordable, affordable for, you know, the average person who works during the week and wants to run on a weekend. I, I love the 305 Series, and it's it's so competitive. The engines are so closely built and managed that you can't really get a big advantage. All right. French Grimes. Oh, yeah. The, uh, French Grimes uh-huh. was uh, kind of the, the brainchild French. of that. Yeah, yeah, he was. And then IMCA took it over. What a great guy. Very, um, we'll say, eclectic. Yes, yeah, I never met him. Yeah, oh yeah. gosh, what a character! Yeah, but yeah. But the other thing they do with it, and this is this is where a lot of the sprint car world poo poos it. But mm-hmm. the purse structure, yeah. like your your winning purse, can only be a percentage of your last place. Purse. Yeah. So we're 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 not going to have. Well, if we do have an IMCA race that pays ten thousand to win, it's going to be spectacular to start that race because yeah. it's it in and, and again, this is a. Working man series is yes. what it's designed to be. And to have, we've all seen this in cars. Factory stocks, pure stocks become factory stocks, become street stocks, become pro stocks. Yeah. We see that in, in, in all forms of racing. And to have a 305 sprint car class seem to be able to maintain where it's at and, yeah. and continue to thrive speaks volumes for what they're doing. Because that's not the normal nature of racing. <laughs> no. The normal because nature of start, racing. When you go to, I mean, I don't 
spend too much time at the old asphalt track, but when you go to a, a short track, I used to get, they all kind of blended together. Who's the pro stocks? Who's the right. pure stocks? The, and like the, everyone's yeah. doing everything. And Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they've done a really good job with it. And they had the big uh, ninth annual IMCA Sprint Car Nationals powered by Sunbelt Rentals at Eagle Raceway. And a guy named Tyler Drukey, a local racer there, and he's a great racer, um, picked up the win. Crowd went wild. I saw some fan I video from that. That was awesome. So Tyler Drukey picked up the win. We're going to talk to Tyler, and we're going to talk a, a, a lot more about 305 racing, uh, particularly with IMCA. Before we get to that, we talked about all the great racing last weekend. The Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals was up at Skagit Speedway for the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Logan Shuard and Carson Macedo going at it for $25,000. Here's Johnny Gibson with the call on Dirt Vision. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Shuhart down to the low side, can't get by the lap car, I should say the slower car, not lap yet, and now the opportunity for Macedo to retake the lead with a slide job in one and two. Carson Macedo back to the point, down the back straightaway. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. For decades, Drydean Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydean offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to drydean.com. Driding, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strengths. Wing Nation continues on. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. He is the champion of the IMCA Sprint Car Nationals, powered by Sunbelt Runners, won the big championship Sunday night at Eagle Raceway. Tyler Drukey is on the line. Hello, Tyler. Welcome into Wing Nation. Dude, I'm telling you what, getting the win on Sunday night was big, but you really appear to have had to scratch and claw on Friday. You ran the alphabet from the C to second in the A. Just just talk about your, your prelim night before we get into the big night. Yeah, um, we get, we got a lot of rain. Um, I only live a mile from the racetrack, so I know how much rain they got Friday night, and it was over an inch. And um, the track was really juiced up um, just to prove the fact that we drew a good pill and st- started third in our heat race, and the guy that won our heat race set a new track record. Um, and the guy that ran second is a previous track champion at Eagle. So, um I knew when I seen the lineup come out for our heat race and the way the track was, we were going to be in trouble um, from the get-go. And I always tell our crew, you know, no matter what, we don't make excuses. And if our car is good enough, we'll get there. But I'm not going to lie to you. I was questioning it after the heat race. Wow. Well, it certainly was impressive to come, I think, through the C-Main and run second and get yourself locked in. 
you figured something out. Yeah, we've been we've been working all year um, trying to diagnose and, and try and put all the pieces in the right place so that we had the you know most well balanced car that we could, and we were stuck really good. Um, you know the way they do the format, it, it, it's the traditional alphabet, and we didn't have time to change tires. We didn't have time to do anything between the C, the B, and the A. So uh, the nice part about it, the 305s is they don't traditionally smoke the tires off quite like the higher horsepower cars do. So just let the air pressures back down and fill it up with fuel and go again. So that's probably the best way it was for us. We didn't have time to mess it up. At what point did you know that you, you, you might be able to pull this one out and get yourself locked into the big shell? Um, well, the, the start of the A on the prelim night, we, we took off and we did really good. They had an early caution, and I was already up to ninth. I think I don't know what we started, 15th, I think, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was already up to ninth there at an early caution, so I knew I was in a lock-in spot at that point, and I kind of just told myself, See car, pass car, and we we got up through there. I honestly kind of got lost. I didn't really know where I was as far as position goes um, because I was just focused on trying to run the best laps. And by the middle of the eighth feature, our handling had started to go away. We weren't able to make you know any adjustments, and the handling had really gone away about halfway through in the prelim eight feature. And just I crossed the finish line, and they told us to go to scales. And it wasn't until I seen the board going to scales that I realized we finished second. So um, I'm, I don't know what – it's probably a good thing. I don't know what I could have done different. It was just try and make the best laps you can. I love it. See car, pass car. I love that. that, that you need some T-shirts they, with they that. They need to, yeah, they need to just do that like the trophy cup is that race in California where it's all passing points. See car, pass car. That's what it boils down to. So, so Tyler, you get up to second, you clear the scales, everything is good on your prelim night. Uh, you kind of had it, it, the way I'm reading this is you then, there was a race of champions that you were able to get into before you went for the A-Main uh, the, the night before. Um, how did you approach that race of champions? You ended up winning the race, but but was it a good test session for you? How did how, how did that help your weekend cause? Um, well, it, so back to Friday night, our handling had gone away, and normally they run the race of champions heat races to qualify for the race. Okay. They normally run those on the practice night, but it got rained out. So we actually ran those after the races on Friday. <laughs> So we were able to tune on the car for what the racetrack was there at the end of the night Friday, and we were pretty good. Um, I'm not sure if we were fastest overall out of all the heat races, but we were in the fourth heat, and we were able to win it. From I think we started third in that also. So um, I was pretty confident. That was the first test session. And then, yeah, the race of champions on Saturday night, and you know, we got to have a nice, easy day. And uh, we got to tune on the race car a little bit, and we – we definitely tried things. It was good. I don't think it was as good as we were Friday. So um, that just kind of gave us a direction that we knew we were really, really close. And uh, it was just going to come down to circumstances and reading the racetrack come Sunday. Now, Tyler, remind me again, I haven't been around the race saver sprints in a few years, but you guys can't, you don't have a wing adjuster in the cockpit, correct? Yeah, no, no wing sliders, um, no bleeders. No rotating titanium over an inch and a half. So they really limit you on, on what you can do. Um, the motors, they got lots of motor rules. So 
um, there's there's only a few areas that you can work in to to try and gain an edge. And um, you know, over the last year, Zach Woods at Speedway Motors in Lincoln, um, racing engines. I worked with Zach a lot. I told him a couple years ago, if you got any ideas, I want to know about them because I kind of shared some things that I was doing on our car to, to just try and get an edge and just make sure we didn't leave anything on the table. And um, it all paid off. So the the handling aspect of it, you're talking about tuning on your car on Friday night, that, that's really tricky because you don't have the bleeders. If your air, te- air pressure builds up, you don't have the wing slider. It's got to be, you got to nail it. So the car's probably not super comfortable to start to have it good at the end of the race, right? Yeah, you kind of you kind of have that in the back of your mind. Um, we, so I, I listen to Ray. I, I look at every YouTube video I can find of how uh, ingenuity he used in NASCAR and stuff. So I, I, I can't apply any of that, obviously, to the race saver deal, but they're very detail oriented. So we started tracking um, tire temperatures and, and how much air would actually build in the course of a race. So we, we kind of have a pretty good idea within half a pound of, of where we'll be at the end. So you can kind of use that as your best reference as long as you don't miss it and, you know, slide one tire more than the other. Um, we usually come pretty close. Wow, I'm impressed. Well, I'll tell you, Ray is a multi-time 305 winner there, that's for sure. And But when you start talking... I know it. Yeah, I mean, and when you start talking about uh, the, the, the monitoring, the temperatures and everything like that, it's like that's Ray Everham 101 yeah, right yeah, there. I mean, so that is neat. So, okay, so we roll into the championship. Okay, I just have to ask, okay, we have only the best go three abreast on the parade laps. We have you wanted the best. Here they are, four abreast on the parade laps. Not you guys. You start three wide, the race, and you're in the middle of the front row. How nerve-wracking is that in itself, Tyler? Um, the front row is a heck of a lot better than the fourth, <laughs> fifth, and sixth row. Very um, good point. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I, I mentioned on uh, another deal that I did, um, you know, I actually like the middle of the front row. Um, starting three wide, you know, the, the bottom – is kind of flat there at Eagle and the top, it, it kind of shelves off on the exit of four. And so you can get pinched down real easy on the bottom to where it can kill your momentum off of two down the back straightaway. And the top, you can get slid and just get boxed in and, and not go anywhere. So I really liked my starting spot. Um, the start did not work out in any way that I planned. They rarely do. So uh, the the two guys on each side of me, you know, they got they got the jump on me, and I I really didn't want to jump the start or do anything crazy on the first lap and put put the, my fate in the officials' hands to move me back a row or anything. So they squeezed me out down the front straightaway, and I was still able to slide the outside starter for second, and, and I we settled into second going down the back stretch, which was really important to not fall back into the the scrum, if you will, on the start. <laughs> no doubt. Okay. So, and then we saw, like, we I, we went through the Facebook of your account and the Eagle Raceway account. It seemed like to me the last half of that race, and then particularly the finish, 
It was a mano a mano with you and and John Carney. Kind of describe the race you had to the to to the finish to the final lap, and then ultimately banging wheels coming to the checkered flag. It's it looked like a great race. Um. Well, I I mean, from my seat, it obviously was pretty good, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I go back to Friday night, you know, John kind of got buried in the alphabet too. And that 74 B car is consistently one of the fastest cars in the country. When it comes to this race saver deal, if you're going to win a big race and that car is in the pit area, you know, you got to beat it. And we actually broke the original track record in the C and John ran second to us. So, and we were running around the top of the place in the C and, and he, he slid me and whatnot. So, my point being is I knew we had the speed, but once I, about five, six laps in, I was able to move into into the lead and click off some laps, and we had a caution, and I could see the 74 car who started, I know he started deep, I'm, I don't know where, but he was already in third, and I thought, oh my gosh, you, you, you got to be kidding me, but um, we took off, and and we let, and then I could see John poking his nose about halfway through on the bottom. And one of them first laps, I whistled her in there, and I about parked the thing sideways. And uh, so I knew that our car was too free from the start of the race, and I knew that I, I couldn't roll the bottom and, and maintain my speed like I could if I just stayed up top. And halfway through, the top was going away off of two, and he and that's where he ultimately got me on a restart. But I squeezed him hard going into three, um, cause I mean, I know if he gets the lead, he's going to drive away. So I raced him really hard. We banged wheels about halfway through and, uh, ultimately he got away. And then we had a caution with him, you know, three, four five to go somewhere in there. And we were in lap traffic. I was trying to just run the best laps I could for what my car was doing to keep him close. And I was really hoping he'd get stacked up behind a lap car and, you know, maybe I could capitalize on something crazy, but the caution come out and we were in open track and I wasn't initially excited about that, but I went around there. Eagles got a natural spring under the turn one and it's known for having the, the hole there and it's always been there. It's always going to be there, but all weekend long, everybody, they're kind of scared of it. They go below it or they go above it. And running around there under caution I, I could see nobody had really touched it and it was pretty juiced up still and they had thrown some crumbs off the bottom so i thought if i could go in there and set my car right in the hole without turning myself over that i could <laughs> use that to propel me down the back stretch and and catch the moisture off the bottom of two and on the first restart he got the jump on me and was out there about three car length going by the cone and i i, I went ahead and did did it anyway, and I sucked right up to him going on the back stretch. So at that point, I just thought, don't pull the trigger too early. Followed him through three and four on the top, and then we went back to one and two, and I did the same thing again, and we were side by side coming out of two, and the red light was on. A uh, uh, car had lost the wheel oh. in three and four. Oh. So that was the about the third or fourth time already in this race I thought that it was over. And um, so a good friend of ours is a push truck driver. And uh, I told him some not so great language that uh, that was my chance. And uh, 
all he told me was, take a deep breath, go get him. And he, he locked me back into gear, and that kind of cleared my mind a little bit. And um, I decided that for me to have a chance, no matter what, I played my hand. It didn't work. You know, the red came out at the exact wrong time. And no matter what, that was my that was what I had to do to give myself the best chance. So I decided I was going to do it again, and no matter what he did. And when we went, I got a great restart on the last one, and I pushed him pretty much through the cone and did my move, and he slid across the exit of two. He, he, he missed the bottom and slid across the exit, and right when we went through the cone and he pointed towards the bottom, I thought, gotcha, because I, I had a pretty good hunch the way he entered that I was going to be able to get underneath him off of two. And we got underneath him, but he hung a hard left from the top, from the top of two, and going down the back straightaway, I kind of told myself, if I don't stand my ground here, um, I ain't going to get another chance at this. So we banged wheels again, going into three with me on the bottom this time, and I was it, and the bottom had kind of hung around in three and four. The top was dominant; it was the faster line, but the bottom was kind of hanging in there. And just the way the banking is in four. Um, you can't you can't slide across. The guy on the outside will get the run off the bank and beat you back to the beat you back to the finish line. So I stuck the bottom, and he got the run off the top, and actually kind of got in the back of us going down the front straightaway. I went back. I had to do the same thing in one and two again. So I left myself vulnerable on the entry, and I was really hoping I could time it right so that he'd slide across again, and hopefully at that point I would have momentum to get away from him down the back stretch coming to the white and it didn't work out and i had to lift and at that point i was about the sixth time i thought i lost it <laughs> we go down the back stretch and he goes to the bottom into three so i railed the top and it gave me another run and another chance at the white flag we pushed him down the front straightaway he goes to the bottom and one and two do our same thing through the holes again for the third time and I got underneath him down the back stretch. We banged again, going into three. Um, and I mean, I I didn't stick the bottom like I had the first lap, and I kind of floated it. Just we drove in so straight, so hard that it just didn't get it rotated in the center to come off lower. So I decided to kind of run him up the track, coming off a of four. Um, and I and I'm not going to say anything I didn't tell them guys already. You know, I, I wasn't going to crash him, and I wouldn't squeeze him that hard coming to the white. But we were coming to the checkered, and, um, yeah, we came off a of four, and I could feel him back there on the right rear. And uh, I wanted to give him room, but I wanted him to, to think about how hard he wanted to push this. And, and yeah, I think I seen a video here yesterday of uh, somebody from turn one looking straight down the front straightaway. And it looks like he actually got in the wall and probably got into our right rear a little bit. Because when we came off the corner, I was in front. But about 150 feet before the checkered, he had kind of, his momentum was carrying him by me. And I think his left front was probably about a half a tire and half tire width in front of mine. And I squeezed him harder. And we banged and touched again and got through the line. And then I felt the right rear run over his left front and at that point i wasn't really sure that we quite won it yet by point two seven seconds 
you did score the win. Wow. I mean, man, I you know, we I watched that video. And now you talk about that hole down there in the turn. And I watched you hop through it a couple times and didn't realize it was a spring. Um, it, it's got to be having a little home track advantage played to your favor then at that point. Um, that made all the difference. You know, I, I think John's a really great racer, and he's got a really great team. Um, I know they're not happy. I'm sure if they had the front end knocked out and they still won, they'd still be happy. You know, they'd be happy, but it's, that's a tough way to lose one. So, I mean, I hope there was mutual respect there. Um, but, yeah, you know, I I wanted to win that one pretty bad. And, yeah, experience definitely, definitely did it for us. Um, you know, I, I really think that he makes a couple different decisions. Um, I, he doesn't even leave the door open for me, so. Um, but the door was cracked open, and all we had to do was push it, push it down. So, what was Victory Lane like? Because the video I saw from the final few laps, the people in the stands were jumping up and cheering. A, a hometown guy winning the race. What was it like? That was, I mean, you know, you race there weekly. You always get run in <laughs> every time, from time to time. You know, you think you think the guys don't really like you or root for you, but. Uh, from what the officials told me, they said, you know, when we took the lead there the first time, the whole crowd stood up. And then when he got me back, then it was kind of like a sigh. And then when we came to the checker, they said the pit, the grandstands, everybody went ballistic. And, you know, I when we crossed, I so and uh, more hometown, you know, advantages, I knew that the timing loop is actually not right at the checkered flag. It, it's actually about six feet past it. There's a there's a picture where you can see the yellow pole, and that's where the timing loop was. So I'm not sure. Actually, I know they didn't know that. But um, so I, you know, I got to use the whole. I used every inch of the racetrack that I was allowed to use, and for the for the crowd to react the way they did. I mean, after we got done taking just team pictures and whatnot i had there was a whole mass of people there and we took pictures with all the kids and the belt and the trophy and i think i was down there for an hour and a half and then uh, i got to go do a local podcast and that lasted another hour and a half and when i finally made it back to the car after all that you know this is two three hours gonna be three hours i could do math uh after the race uh, there's still a whole mess of people around the car and everybody was, you know, happy and a few cold ones are already opened and, and, um, everybody was celebrating. So it, it probably meant more to me to watch, watch my engine builder who I, you know, I mentioned that how much that I wanted to win this deal a few years ago and we'd been in contention, but he had his twin boys there and they all got the pictures and, and, uh, you know, my crew chief, Matt, and all the work that he does. My little brother um, going to school to be a mechanical engineer has helped a lot with vehicle dynamics and how to make how everything react. You know, I, he's a lot smarter than I am. And Dustin Gertis, he helps me on the crew. He does anything I ask him to do. And I don't think he's ever told me no when he should have. But, um, and then my mom and dad and my wife, they were all there and, and, you know, the looks on their faces, um, I, my wife's more than eight months pregnant. So um, that was, it was all really neat, and you, you just 
you don't really I, I listened to Jack Dover on your show a few year, a few weeks ago and uh he mentioned how you don't realize how big of a deal it is until it actually happens and everybody congratulates you and whatnot and you, you think that people aren't paying attention but they are. That is good stuff. You didn't send mama into labor, did you? She's still she's still carrying the kid, is she? No, but we stayed up way later than we should have. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mama was wore out yesterday, and uh, but you know, yesterday comes around. We did sleep in a little bit until That's about ten thirty, and yeah. we had to wash the trailer and wash the the, the side by side, and and I had oil to change in in the trucks, and I could tell she was tired. I tried to tell her to go in the house, not worry about the trailer and and stuff, but uh, she insisted that she was okay and keep keep doing it. So wow, but. That's fascinating. That's phenomenal. That really, truly is. I am telling you, that's unreal. We have caught you on the uh, phone. You're actually driving a truck. You run a trucking company in a ranch. Is that correct? So um, I, it goes back to my grandparents. Both my grandma and grandpa were both truckers. And uh, my dad, and so my dad's one of ten. He has three other brothers, and they all truck. Um, so we the tr- the ranch part is my dad and his brothers. They kind of have a ranch farm cattle stuff that they do together. And um, luckily, they're all pretty successful and was able to kind of teach me the ropes of the trucking thing so that uh, it can afford me the opportunities to, to go racing. Man, that is good. What kind of cattle? Is it a beef cattle farm? I'm I'm getting close to begging here for no. Is it? Is that, is that, <laughs> yeah, that is so. You never know. It, they might be at the right place at the right time for all that. There you go. How about that? Uh, fun stuff. That's for sure. We've talked. Aaron and I did at the top of the show. We'll wrap up with you and let, let you head on back down the highway. Literally head on back down the highway. <laughs> we we talked at the beginning of the show about three hundred five race saver cost containment, all of those things. And while at times I'm sure cost containment and little rules are frustrating, but to me that you ring that this is a really really neat working man's portion of sprint car racing. Is is that an accurate statement, Tyler? Absolutely. I mean, I you know I get sick and tired of people making excuses and telling everybody that this class isn't great and it's not really cost saving. I'm like, we're still racing. Um, you know, as long as I've known or been around the racing game, it takes all your time and all your money. And it doesn't matter how much money it is. It takes all of it. Um, (laughs) whether it's a million or it's a thousand, it doesn't matter. It takes it all. So, um, you're never going to make this sport cheap. It, it, you know, it's just not going to happen, but it has, it has contained it. Um, I know there's, I mean, I've been beat by motors that are a lot less than mine. So it's just, it, it, it's really done a great job of leveling the playing field. But, um, you know, it, it still takes all the pieces and it takes, like I said, all your time and money. So that's not going to change. So um, you just try and make the best of what you got and you get better every day. You know, you, you'll get her done. Wow. Fascinating. Tyler, we really, truly appreciate you really? joining us. Congratulations. Your story, your the, the race sounded fantastic. We love one for the local guy, for the little guy. Congratulations. Enjoy that. And thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation.
Well, I knew this is the only way I could get on your show is to win this big one. That's right. So we just had to make sure we got her done. There you go. See that? Pretty simple. Well, except for all the all the money and all the time that you had to spend. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening and watching the show, too. But we appreciate it. Congratulations again. All right. Thanks for everything you guys do. There we go. Tyler Drukey. Wow. Wow. Might be one of my favorite interviews. That is of, just of, certainly awesome. Certainly of the year. That I is mean. just awesome. I mean... You talk about it had everything. Passion. Um, C-car, pass-car. Yeah, C-car, pass-car. Whistled <laughs> it in there. Um, but then the, the technical end of it, you know, coming yeah. about Ray, um, you know, his brother's a, a mechanical engineer. and he, But he, his point is right. If you've got $5,000 to go racing, it's going to cost you $7,000 and all your time. Yeah. If you've got a million dollars to go racing, it's going to cost you 1.2 and all your time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's so accurate with that. I mean, that description. Because is, as a racer, yeah. you can't help yourself. No. You just no. can't because you want uh, the edge. Yeah. You've got that budget in place, but <laughs> then you're going to beg, scratch, and borrow and to, get to, to get that next piece you yeah. need. Just all kinds of great wisdom from Tyler Drukey. I mean, that, just from, from just everything. And um, I watched that car hit that hole in one, and yeah. like you said, it was either going to flip or go, <laughs> which Z-Car, pass car, he did. Fun stuff for sure. IMCA Racing, okay, they have racing right now in 20 states, California, Iowa, Indiana. I met the guys, the Galdriches, Alfred Galdrich. He runs the, uh, the Indiana uh, Race Saver program. He, they were down at Fayetteville a couple of years ago. Wonderful, wonderful people. Such a passion for sprint car racing. Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, North Carolina, North Dakota, Nebraska, New Jersey, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, and Virginia. Um, just in, and, and I've talked about this before. We have our Carolina Sprint Tour here, mm-hmm. and they're just great, great working class, hardcore sprint car racers. And listening to Tyler, there's some guys – in that, that spend more money than yeah. others because and not it's just because you spend everything you can on it. Um, racers do. Racers do. Um, fun stuff. Earlier this year in June, I went to. Um, for God's sake, I'm just going to Blake. I was down in t- Devil's Bowl, okay, and I met Marcus Thomas. Uh, Marcus is the 2017 Race Saver champion. He's the current point leader. But as I was talking to him. He said, one of the guys in Pennsylvania did this, and one of the guys here. They watch each other, and listen to this, you're top five in points, and they're all within striking distance. Marcus Thomas from Texas, he's a 2017 champ. Justin Clark from Ohio, he's running a lot in Indiana as well. Stu Snyder from Nebraska. Last year's champion, Garrett Bard from up in Pennsylvania. We had him on Wing Nation, if I'm not mistaken. And the 2011 champ, Dusty Bellinger, from South Dakota. So you've got Texas, Ohio, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and South Dakota racing against each other for the national champion. I just, I really yeah. like the way this thing goes. I, I just think it's awesome. That was points as of the end of August. So stay tuned. Um, I don't know. Their point season runs into September. I don't know if it goes to the end or not. Um, I forget. We got into this. But, but I, I have the friends with the Carolina Sprint Tour. Um, there's like three tours up in Pennsylvania um, that just do great, great 305 yeah. racing. So, fun stuff, isn't that it? That was fun. Man, Man how about I'm a Tyler that? Tyler Drukey fan. 
And he's a regular watcher or listener to yeah. the show. He's a fan of Ray Evernham. Fan of Ray Evernham. I'm, I'm a fan. I want I want a Tyler Drukey shirt that says Sea Car Pass Car. Sea Car Pass Car. <laughs> there you have it. Tyler Drukey joining us here on the show. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Get back into NASCAR's roots by driving headfirst into the new home of grassroots racing. Flow Racing keeps the original NASCAR tradition of dirt track racing roaring with more than 1,300 live and on-demand oval races from across the United States. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. Learn how the next generation of NASCAR drivers is prospected in sprint car racing or watch the thrill of last lap slide jobs. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash go MRN. Busy, busy schedule coming up, by the way. This is Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen and DRF Racing Alls. Spent a little time on TJ Slideway's site looking at his calendar. Oh, we're getting ready to go right back after it. Uh, the big one a lot of people on social media are going to be focusing on, we're going to be focusing on as well, is the Tuscarora 50 weekend. Thursday night, the Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions, eight grand to win. Saturday, Friday night, the night before the 50 for the All-Stars, ten grand to win. And Saturday night, the 54th annual Tuscarora 50, $54,000 to win. I cannot even imagine how this is going to play out. I'm excited. I am too. I am really fired up. The Tusky 50 is going to be really, really good. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, they're in California, at Chico, California. It's the Gold Cup Race of Champions Friday and Saturday, Friday and Saturday night at Silver Dollar Speedway. IRA bumper-to-bumper sprints Friday at Outagami in Minnesota or Wisconsin. Saturday night, the Jerry Rickert Memorial at Cedar Lake in Wisconsin. Yeah. So that's always a big one, isn't it? That is it? a big one. That's, that's my girl, Amy. Yes, exactly. Dad. Yep, absolutely. Amy's dad. So, Moa Sprints, Friday night, Jacksonville, Illinois, the Herb Barlow Memorial. And Saturday at Spoon River, it's the Tom Knowles Memorial. So, a couple of guys being honored there. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, I-80 Speedway in Greenwood, Nebraska. Two nights of racing. Um, regional racing. Uh, the Frontier Regions, busy up in Big Sky Country, Gallatin Speedway in Belgrade, Montana, and Big Sky Speedway in Billings. Southwest Tour gets back after it at Arizona Speedway. And the Mid-South, oh, man, I wish I was at this one. I-30 Speedway in Little Rock, Arkansas. You know I love mm-hmm. I-30. Oh, and it's not going to be 50, what am I, 57 years old? It's not going to be 57 years before I get there again. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to hit that one again. Other racing action. Attica, the Attica Fremont Championship Series race con- racing continues. River Cities has the no suspense on Friday. Fremont, the Attica Fremont Championship Series. Atomic, $7,500 up for grabs. The Freedom 40. We'll see who can contend with Cole Duncan for that one. We <laughs> yeah. know he's going to be in contention. My friends at Butler Speedway, they have the sprints on dirt. At Butler Motor Speedway, the battlegrounds. Oh, that's going to be good. Sharon Speedway, the Apple Festival Nationals in St. Francis County in Missouri. Some great racing. Aaron, I'm fired up about racing. Me too. I'm fired up talking to Tyler Drukey. 
My gosh, I just want to. I, I want to go. I want to go see this guy race. I'm a fan. I'm. I'm a big man. Fan. Sense he, of humor. He was into the technical part. Yeah. I mean, all going on. Yeah. That is good stuff. That's for sure. Wing Nation gear is available this weekend at the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway. Go to the All Star Circuit of Champions trailer and get your Wing Nation gear. You can get it also at wingednation.com. You can catch up with Wing Nation, our television program this weekend. Lance DeWeese, umpteen million time winner of that Tuscarora <laughs> 50. He joins us on our Wing Nation program on television this weekend. Saturday morning, Mav TV on uh, on all your local cable channels. We appreciate Tyler Drukey joining us. Loved our visit with him. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen and DRF Racing Oil. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 